Welcome to Winning Minds. We're not negative, we're positive. We don't get bitter, we get better. We don't lose, we win. We understand that life is more than what happens to you. It's about how you respond. And that response starts in your mind. And if you can change your mind, change what, how, and the way you think, you will change your life. Welcome to a positive mind, a better mind, a winning mind. I am your host, Fred Lavalley, and this is the Winning Minds Podcast. Meet entrepreneur Aston Cheeks. Broken dreams didn't break him, and tough luck didn't leave him down on his luck thanks to his never-quit attitude. But Ashton had to learn he needed more than dreams and more than attitude. And now he is winning because he learned the value of good habits and daily practical discipline. I invite you to listen as he tells us how life and his mentor taught him you can have hallelujah, but you need doalujah. This is part one of our conversation. Part two will be released on September the 1st. So make sure you subscribe and share. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope it contributes to your next winning decision. Welcome to Winning Minds. This is Fred Lavalley. I'm here with a guest. His name is Ashton Cheeks. He and I met a while back. Uh, we actually, it was through a community event here in Gainesville, Georgia, where I live. Um, he is a native to Gainesville and now currently resides in the great city of Atlanta, Georgia, capital of this great state. Uh, we had attended, it was a protest, rally, not exactly how to, sure how to describe it. They actually, I guess, build it or advertise as a conversation in the community. And, and really that's what it was. It was, it was a gathering put on by one of the organizations here and that it's invited people to come and speak. And it was an open mic session. And so I was like, Hey, I'm going to go down. And if it's really an open mic, I would love to be able to speak what's on my mind. And so I went there just trying to feel out what is this going to be? And then that's when I first, that's when I first saw Ashton. He came from the crowd and accepted the open invitation for anybody to speak. He got there, took the megaphone and began to speak very passionately about what was on his heart. And so that's when I realized, okay, they're serious about it being an open mic. And so I jumped in line right behind him. And a few minutes later, I had a chance to speak. And so I spoke. And through that, when the, the gathering was over, it was several hundred people there. Uh, he and I connected, began to talk. And then uh, we had breakfast together a little while later. And we were able to talk more and get to know each other even more. And it was it was a great time. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And through that, invited him to come be on the podcast uh, for many different reasons. Um, and so we're going to dive into that a little bit today. So that's enough from me. You haven't heard from Ashton yet, so I'll turn it over to Mr. Ashton Cheeks. Take it away, my friend. Fred, first and foremost, I appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate the alley-oop you gave me on your podcast. This reminds me of the alley-oop I gave you at the um, conversation you were just talking about. Don't let Fred undersell himself. Fred came in and Fred rocked the house. So Fred, I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate everything you did, but I'll tell you a little bit about me. My name is Ashton Cheeks. I'm an entrepreneur, which that's an entrepreneur and a person who strongly believes in themselves and helping others. And so I do a lot of motivational speaking. Um, I'm from Gainesville, Georgia. I was raised by my grandmother. My father died when I was three. My mother was in and out of prison, and so she wasn't there. And so a lot of the way I was raised comes from the morals and principles of my grandmother. I'm the youngest of six, and that's a little bit about that part of my life. But when I was growing up, I remember growing up around fifth grade, I had one dream, and that was to go to the NBA. And so 
because of that, I believed in it so much. I did everything starting in fifth grade to get prepared to go to the NBA. I signed all of my papers, asked for the next NBA superstar. I woke up early in the mornings by myself, practiced. I studied basketball. I believed that I was meant to make it. I remember telling myself in third grade before I even started playing basketball, I remember distinctly I was about to take a shower and I told myself I was going to be the savior of my family. So when I hit fifth grade and I fell in love with basketball, it was the connection on being a savior to my family. And so I was all in from an early age. Now, I had all the belief in myself and my whole class believed in me until it wasn't until I got to high school where I first start getting doubt and distractions. I remember, I remember distinctly in high school, that was the first time someone shot down my dreams of making it to the NBA. And then it, it was also, I had a coach who was extremely hard on me. And so I went from being in a bubble for about five, for about three years of believing that I was going to make it. Everyone agreed with me. Everyone encouraged me to suddenly being struck with an unknown source of negativity, basically. And so in that, I also had distractions because, you know, in high school, this is when you start developing hormones and, you know, you're wanting girls. And so my focus, it wasn't necessarily on basketball all the time. I still work harder than a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But it had became a distraction for me. And so after the high school year, um, my last game of the season, I broke my ankle in the first quarter. Mm. And, and so any I was planning on trying to walk on to schools and do a few things like that or go to a smaller school and play. But, you know, after I did that, it kind of it gave me uh, I won't say depression because I wasn't depressed, but I lost hope yeah. in basketball. And so. I remember after the school year, you know, during the summer, I would always practice. And I went to the gym. I said, well, I don't even know what I'm doing here. Mm. And so, you know, during that time, it was a very, it was a very uh, interesting time because yeah. early on, I had vision. Early on, I had uh, a goal. And then when I got out of high school and I started having all, all of those distractions, you know, I didn't have nowhere to go. So after high school, you know, I did what a lot of people do. And, you know, I went to college. I went to the University of North Georgia for a year. I dropped out. I ended up having a child. I ended up having a daughter, excuse me, at 21. And so, like most people, I just got caught in the matrix. I was trying to find a job. You know, I'm over here in relationships doing X, Y, and Z. And so, but that was also the time where I started, where I found a mentor. Mm -hmm. And so, my mentor, and so during this time, you know, I'm going through life making pretty good money. But my mentor, he kind of woke me up and asked me why was I wasting my potential. And so I had never heard that. I, I haven't heard that in so long that it jarred me. Yeah. And so it got me thinking. So fast forward a little past that, I ended up getting married. Um, I started a business. And getting married also helped me. My vision started, started to come back because mm -hmm. I could still be the savior of the family, mm. except now it's just my family. Yeah. And so and so, you know, when you become married, you have to provide and so on and so forth. So, you know, she ended up encouraging me to start a business. We had two more children. And so it was during this period of time 
where I started realizing that I was good, but my habits were bad. Because when mm. you start a business, everything depends on you. Yeah. Whenever, yeah. whenever you're in a job, it don't matter what job you are, there's structure. And all you got to do is play your part. You can play mm. your part well, but it doesn't all fall on you. Yeah. And so when you start a business, you eat when you work. Initially, that's how it starts. Mm -hmm. And so because I didn't have a lot of the discipline to get up, stay organized and do a lot of other things, follow what would people communicate with them, learn how to communicate ideas because I didn't, because I had not practiced that in so long. I struggled. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's interesting how you, you, you know, we all grow up with dreams and hopes and it's just, it's tragic how so many times, you know, in your situation, you had a lot of things go wrong in the beginning stages of your life, but you had a dream that propelled you. And they moved you forward. And they just had your talk. And I'm just thinking about just, you know, dreams can break. Things happen that that prevent us from being able to take that next step. And we all have hopes and dreams. But, you know, and, and your story, you're getting into it here. Just thinking about it takes more than dreams. It takes more than just hope. There's a, a good quote that just came to mind as you're talking. If I can get it right, the man, he said, um, he said, you know, everybody has dreams. But basically, you got to put your work boots on and kind of he just said, you know, habits, discipline, things like that. That's when you that's when you put work boots on your dreams and your hopes. It's like dreams can break. But after that, you're left with kind of like you're discovering in your own life habits, discipline. Right. Do I have to take do I have what it takes to sustain me to the next point or am I just going to kind of get lost in life for a couple of years? So you were saying you you got married. Uh, you started realizing um, just you started the business and realizing your, your lack of discipline, although you had had it growing up with basketball in fifth grade, waking up, practicing, that's discipline, that's commitment, that's a dream all through high school. And so you said that wasn't enough. That didn't transition over to your personal life when you were you know, then a young adult, a young man trying to make it happen in the business world. Absolutely. I mean, and you know, when I believe when you hit a certain age and usually it's around high school you start, you're going to change. And then you're going to start believing that you know what you're doing and you start trying to chart your own course. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the things that you do when you're a child or when you're, like you said, an adolescent, you know, you start getting away from those things. And so, because you want to have fun, you know, like when you're young, everything is simple. Everything is very simple. You know, you go to school, X, Y, and Z, you have fun, you go home, repeat. But when you get in high school, you have a lot more opportunity. Now you're about to be able to drive. Now you have even more people. You have more access. Your mind is changing. And so a lot of the core of who you are, it can change during that period. And for me, I had a lot of that still. But even when I look back, I had the discipline in basketball. But when it came time for my classes, mm. I'm naturally smart. And so I can I can make a B easily without studying X Y and Z. So I didn't I didn't work hard at it. I didn't study. I didn't do my homework. I didn't do a lot of that discipline. I didn't have, mm. and so I only had it in basketball. And so when I got older and I get into starting a business, I had to I had a discipline to get started and to want it and the vision and to 
write down all my goals and dreams. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly like what you were saying. I had all of the prayer, basically. It was like my mentor liked to tell me, you can have hallelujah, but you need do a <laughs> It was like, you need to start doing some work. Yes. And so because so because I had bad habits in all the other areas, those bad habits transferred to me as, as an adult. And they were and they were making me struggle. Struggle to the point to where even a few years later, the business is struggling. Um, I end up getting divorced, all kind of stuff. And so because of your habits, they can really hurt and help you in ways that you don't understand. Thanks for listening to today's show. I hope you enjoyed it and found it useful. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and post a comment. And then tell two people today about Winning Minds. I hope you'll join us on the next episode. But until then, keep your mind healthy and keep winning with the Winning Minds podcast.